0: Sky Sports Radio combined with Harness Racing New South Wales brings you On The Pace for your daily dose of news and tips. Thanks for joining us for our Thursday morning edition of On The Pace for this week. It's certainly been a week of change and we'll discuss that in a little bit more depth shortly with even... Uh, further restrictions being imposed on New South Wales harness racing will uh, go through them in the not too distant future. But if we look at the positives and it was a really good night of racing out of Bathurst last night, that country series final was run. And one, of course, we had Amy Day on the show yesterday and she gave a nice each way push for Irvine as well. And in the end, she was successful. So hopefully our listeners managed to grab a slice of the $13 that was available when we had a chat. Came into $8 and won pretty convincingly in the end. So well done to all involved in that victory. If you haven't seen it just yet, make sure you log on to the Harness Racing New South Wales social pages. Uh, Paul Cochran from the media team has started a bit of a new initiative called Pace Setters where he'll sit down with industry participants and get to know them a little better. First cab off the rank yesterday was Will Rickson. So that's available across uh, all of the Harness Racing New South Wales social pages if you want to learn a little bit more about the harness racing game if you're an outsider or even if you're involved and you want to learn a little bit more about uh, some of our industry participants. Today we've got Tamworth with eight races getting underway at 148. So that's our afternoon venue in Penrith tonight. We'll just run through Uh, the media release that was uh, put out yesterday by Harness Racing New South Wales after those uh, lockdown orders were extended to some more local government areas. So it now affects the Fairfield, Canterbury, Bankstown, Liverpool, Cumberland, Blacktown, Parramatta, George's River and Campbelltown LGAs. And probably uh, for those involved in the sport, you would know that that is going to have an effect on harness racing with the hub in that Campbelltown area. So uh, the New South Wales government health orders will allow licensed participants living in those LGAs to attend to their horses on animal welfare grounds, which includes the feeding and exercising of horses. Accordingly, licensed participants who reside in any of those LGAs and who have a registered stable located outside of the LGA uh, can continue to attend their stable location on animal welfare grounds on the condition that they provide harness racing New South Wales with the result of a negative COVID test every 72 hours. So that's obviously a new restriction in place. And additionally, it should be noted that licensed participants who reside in any of those LGAs are unable to attend any race meetings or trials conducted outside of the local government area in which they reside. So if you want to check out that complete press release, it's available on the Harness Racing uh, Australia website and across Harness Racing New South Wales platforms as well. We've got Penrith tonight to look forward to, as I mentioned, as well as Tamworth. Cam Hart has had a pretty super last seven days or so, hitting some significant milestones, and he's our guest for On The Pace this morning. Cam, how are you?
1: Good, thanks, Rick. How are you going?
0: Yeah, really well, thank you. I guess, first things first, how do those new restrictions affect you? Do they affect you? Has there been any changes in, I guess, your program over the next few days?
1: Uh, It hasn't affected me this week, um, luckily, but probably in the coming weeks, um, you know, there's probably going to be a few different uh, things that we're going to have to try and get around. But, um, yeah, it's just the times we're living in at the moment, unfortunately, and I suppose we've just got to be grateful we're still able to race at all at this stage, so yeah, it's probably going to affect um, everyone in, in some way, but we've just got to deal with it.
0: Yeah, it is a bit concerning, but as you mentioned, the good thing is is that harness racing proceeds. You had five winners last Thursday at Penrith. That must be near enough to a personal best, and it's a pretty big achievement.
1: Yeah, it is my personal best, and that no, was a great night, and sort of going into the night with a few good chances, but, you know, it's always hard to get, get them all home, and um, you know, we've tried with some nice trainers. For some nice trainers helps and yeah, able to get the job done.
0: And then you clocked your 100th winner for the season on Tuesday afternoon as well, as we're just over the halfway point. Uh, you could well and truly be on target for another PB there also.
1: Yeah, it's been a great season and you know, it sort of crept up on me pretty quick, the 100. I didn't realise I was getting that close. Um, you know, I've only been probably just halfway through the season um, yeah, can't think all the trainers enough. I've been having a really good run the last couple of months, and hopefully, we can keep it going.
0: It's an exciting time in New South Wales harness racing when you look at the premiership table. You're currently second on the overall driver's premiership, around five wins behind Jack Trainer. Do you now start to focus on that as a real possibility? Because you're seemingly getting you know, great books of drives each and every meeting. You're going to all the meetings that you're able to, and that's an an obvious target. A state driving premiership would be pretty special.
1: Yeah, it would be for sure. Um, Yeah, definitely it'd be a really good achievement if I could do that, but I won't put too much pressure on myself. I'll just keep uh, ticking along the way I am, and if it happens, it happens. But, you know, there's plenty of good drivers up there amongst it uh, with me, so we'll just see what happens
0: few opportunities to get a few more wins on the board tonight at Penrith. You kick off in race number two with ultimate and only having his second start for David Waite. But in terms of last start's effort, despite an eight being on paper, it didn't look too bad. You weren't aboard, but no doubt you would have had a good look at that performance. And tonight's race does look like a little drop back in grade as well.
1: Yeah, this is a bit of a drop back in grade and he's got a good overall record and Dave was really happy with his first start run. He was a little bit unlucky in the run home. So hopefully he can get a good trip this week. He should be um, pretty hard to beat.
0: Reckon I'm Smart looks a horse to beat on paper. First up for Kevin Pizzuto, but hasn't had a trial in preparation for this and hasn't raced since February. So I guess one thing on your side is that race fitness under your belt and also the fact that that maybe looks like you're tracking to the race.
1: Yeah, for sure. Um, Hopefully it might be a bit soft without having a bit of a trial and hopefully we can jump on its back early and if we can get a bit of a tag into the race, it should help our chances a lot.
0: Race number three is at 7.18 this evening, an up to 55 rating event. And Biederbeck is one of these horses that have come across from WA, lowly assessed and has made his way through the grades nicely already and still is operating at an under 50 rating. You've driven him at his last few starts, including last week's victory. Uh, It was a pretty tough effort as well because he seemed to want to overdo it a fraction through the middle stages. Again, he keeps stepping up in grade, but tonight looks more than winnable again.
1: Yeah, for sure. He he had to do all the work last week and was too good. He's probably up in grade a little bit this week, but he's got the good draw this week. So hopefully we can get up, up on the front end. And, you know, he's a horse that likes to bowl along in his races and, I think he'll take a bit of catching if he can get to the front.
0: Gate speed-wise, he showed some of his first few starts. So do you expect that you'll have enough to lead tonight?
1: Yeah, I think so. Um, You know, he's been coming out of the gate quite well. and I know the one horse has quite good gate speed, but it's probably going to look for a sit tonight, hopefully. And, um, yeah, it should be hard to beat from there.
0: Race three, number two there, back. We go over to race number four. Cherish, your memories is your drive here. A lightly raced three-year-old filly who you're taking the reins upon for the first time, but any horse that has menangle form dropping back to Penrith, you always have to keep an eye out on, and she looks pretty well found here. Despite the fact that, uh, you know, she's probably taking on some more older and se- more seasoned rivals, she still looks pretty well in.
1: Yeah, I really like her chances. She's probably my best chance for the night. She comes up with a draw and four there. She should be able to get up on the pace, and she's been racing in some quality three-year-old races, like you said at Maningle in recent weeks. So, um, even though she's probably up against the older horses, she's probably down in grade a fraction. So, um, yeah, expect a good effort from her.
0: In race number five, you're aboard Miss Strizand here. This is a mare who is probably just struggling for her very best form, but she's a quality mare when she brings her best form. You jump aboard tonight. I guess it's a bit of a tricky one, isn't it? Because you know how good she is and no doubt you would have watched her mainly through a three-year-old campaign where she was in some of the bigger races. But do you give her any chance tonight?
1: Yeah, she's uh, definitely been below her best form. But, you know, we all know what she can do when she's right and hopefully maybe dropping back to Penrith on the half-mile track might spark up a bit of something in her and um, we can get her back into a bit of form.
0: You've teamed up a little bit with Roy Roots, Jr. of late. He's obviously, uh, you know, testing the waters somewhat more so in the metropolitan area at the moment. So you mentioned just the fact that you're starting to to get, you know, I guess branch out and have a few different trainers support you, which is no real surprise. But it must be exciting to to have that new partnership with Roy as well.
1: Yeah, for sure. He just does a terrific job with his horses and he's got some good owners backing him and Um, you know, he's always gotten results, so that's definitely a great uh, partnership and hopefully we can continue and get a bit more success.
0: Yeah, certainly. That's race five, number three, Miss Streisand. And race number six, your final drive of the night, Louisiana Freedom. The draw on paper doesn't look kind, but she's rarely far away.
1: Yeah, she's really consistent in this sort of grade and she um, hasn't come up with a great barrier, but she does have a bit of gate speed, Um, so she would probably be heading forward tonight and looks like an even race, so she's always thereabouts in that sort of grade.
0: Yeah, certainly. The wide draw isn't kind, but it is a very, very even sort of field. So you're pushing towards your best for those listening on on the pace this morning as race four, number four, cherish the memories?
1: Yeah, she looks like a top chance from the draw, and I think it's a little drop back in grade for her, and she's definitely a quality filly, so hopefully she can put her best foot forward and get the job done.
0: Appreciate your time this morning, Cam. Best of luck tonight and also uh, with the season still to come, tracking along really nicely. And who knows, uh, that premiership could well be within your sights shortly. Good luck tonight. Thanks, Ruth. Cameron Hart there this morning joining us for On The Pace. And as I mentioned, there's not many uh, more informed drivers in New South Wales at the moment than Cam. He's driven a stack in the last seven days or so. And then you you add to the fact that he's tracking really nicely in that premiership. He's had 482 drives this season for 101 winners and already over a million dollars in state money. So he's having a fantastic time of it. And he's starting to partner up with such a broad range of trainers, which means he's getting great opportunities and sort of doesn't have all his eggs in one basket which is pretty important when you are a freelance driver and with races like the Breeders Challenge coming up in the next few months and then of course we set our sights towards the inter-dominion i I'd expect Cam will play a part in both of those series. That's on the pace for this Thursday morning. We're not too far from Tamworth getting underway. there first at 1.48, eight races on the card this afternoon, and then we swing straight into Penrith this evening. Best of luck if you're having an investment. Fred Hastings will be on board tomorrow to try and find you some winners at Saturday night's Menangle program, a good card to look forward to. When it comes to Metropolitan Racing on Saturday, eight races. The feature race is the Winter Championship Final, and I'm sure Freddie will do his best to find your winner there tomorrow.